thought about what you spend most of your time thinking about? Probably not. Do you think about good things or bad? Do you daydream about your past or your future? Today, how ghosting your past may just lead you to your best life. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Hey friends, glad you could join us. Stephen Canyon, kineticbelief.com is the website. And if you would like to comment on today's podcast, kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. The 100-Day Kinetic Belief Manifesting Journal is available on the website. And listen, it is not a diary. It is a journal. It is a manifesting journal. Try it for 100 days. Transform the rest of your life. Also, the Purpose Workbook helps you to locate your one-of-a-kind purpose for living. It's available on the website. Check out, while you're there, the upcoming event locations, again, at kineticbelief.com. Hello, Ms. Megan. Hello. Have you ever seen so much fog in your life? No, it's a little eerie. It has been, but it's just been, it's, it's like it's been set in for a few days. Yeah, it's um, it's kind of strange when you just can't even see the ground from, from the deck. I have a theory. Okay. I think it's only when pirate ships are passing by. <laughs> like huh? skeleton. Don't you hope ships. so? Don't you hope that's what's yes, happening? Yes, I do actually. I, oh, that'd be great. You took <laughs> you took your niece to a pirate show just a few weeks ago. Oh my goodness. She loved it. It was so fun. They had it was pretty elaborate. They had mermaids diving into the water and cannons and huge sea lions. It was amazing. It, it greatly exceeded all expectations. Now she's Five, five years old. Yep. So yeah. She five. Likes, she likes the mermaids. She loves the mermaids. Loves the pirates. Loves the animals. She was glued in. Wouldn't look away. Just not barely blinking, <laughs> the entire time. It was great. I hate I missed it. Yeah. Well, did you ride your bike to Starbucks this morning? I sure did. You did? Yeah. Oh, was it fun? It was so in much the fog. Fun. In the fog. Foghorn. As long fog as it's lights. not raining, I can. I'll do. I'll ride it about uh, anywhere. Well, you know, let's just jump right in. I believe yeah. that ghosting somebody is one of the worst things a person can do to themselves. Ghosting <laughs> your past is what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, interesting title. Yeah, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Ghosting is a way that a lot of people will end up, um, well, they'll end up, they'll end things with somebody that they've been dating. <laughs> yes. And usually it's because they're controlled by fear and they ignore someone rather than actually using words. Yeah. I saw recently a, um, an interview and a guy was asked why he had done that or something. You know, he was being confronted and he said, uh, women are scary. <laughs> oh <my laughs> that was his response. Huh. Well, he's got a point, right? <laughs> no, just kidding. Well, people that ghost, here's what they do is they completely stop um, all forms of communication. There's no no texting. There's no phone calls, uh, no meetups, and usually totally without any warning to the one being ghosted. Yes, it's if, terrible. If you are a kinetic believer, no problem. Ghost me. It's your loss. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yes. <laughs> you're, if you're a kinetic believer, someone that practices manifesting the life that they want to live, then you should never ghost anybody. Correct. Why? Because hiding from somebody is based in fear, mm-hmm. which forms your beliefs. Yep. You will manifest the negative source substance of your fear. Don't do that. 
<laughs> By being honest and fearlessly truthful with everybody and everything, then as a result, you're going to be truthful with yourself. That's so true. It's absolutely based in fear. Isn't that amazing that any decision, anything you do based in fear is going to be wildly detrimental to your life? Always. Count always. on it. Yeah. Because we're always connected either to positive source energy or negative source. And yes. both of those manifest. Absolutely. You are ready to begin manifesting perfected health when you're being truthful and honest to yourself and with yourself. And you can manifest great wealth and peace and joy, happiness, all those things when what you think and what you say and what you do are in harmony. Mm. I like that. You are able to manifest happiness when what you think and what you say and what you do are in harmony, but not until then. Now, having said that, there is a proper use of ghosting. Okay, <laughs> I, but we needed to preface it, but I wanted to make sure we, we checked this box before we moved on because people <laughs> screw their lives up by improperly ghosting. Here's the way to do it properly. And, and that is with the negative memories of your past. Ghost them. Cast them down. Don't relive them by remembering them. And no, don't believe that you need to deal with them by purposefully remembering them either. You deal with them by casting them down. And if you believe that remembering what hurt you will heal you, I am telling you, you've been sadly misinformed. Remembering what hurt you will hurt you again. Wow. So focusing on that past hurt is... I guess, going to generate more of that. That's right. In your future. And Amazing. that is contrary to what's being taught. Fascinating. There is a study of science, which is called continuum mechanics. And it deals with the mechanical behavior of materials that have been modeled as a continuous mass rather than as discrete particles. Typically, it's an area of physics concerned with the motions of macroscopic objects, huge. Um, I've combined the fields of religion and thought disciplines with that of quantum physics in order to formulate this cross-section lens for understanding how what we think about creates our lives. And I call it continuum mechanics of belief. Continuum mechanics of belief says this. It says that all of us were created within a universe that functions according to statistical averaging. And now that can be used to assess to what extent the approximation of continuity can be made. In other words, there is a predictable effect to every cause. There is a predictable effect to every memory. There's a predictable effect to every imagination. So knowing this, we can then measure the continual mechanics of desires in order to assess the outcome of our kinetic beliefs. So what does all this mean? This means what you think about with passion, that belief is constructing in continuum on the quantum level of creation, and therefore it has a predictable outcome. So understanding how the universe was created, how all of this came about, and the bias of intent of the Creator, the intention for the blueprint for all of creation, that's how we understand what we believe unfolds the life that we are experiencing. So... What you believe, what you imagine, what you dwell on, what you remember from your past, those memories that you choose to think about, and you do it over and over and over, what it's doing is it is attracting to manifest what you are going to see. Now, that doesn't mean that if you dwell on the boyfriend that broke up with you, now he's going to show up again. 
only to break up with you again. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about. So don't think you're going to conjure up some some guy from your past just by uh, remembering the the bad memory. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> well, he might. He may come back and and, and wallop you again, all over again. <laughs> so, no, but those negative feelings that you are re- reliving by conjuring up the memory of a painful breakup that will produce more pain, most likely from more breakups. And you'll just keep reliving the experiences of your past. Remember that if you want to prosper, if you want to kinetically believe to manifest, you are creating your identity. Don't ever allow some past negative experience to define you. I think it's interesting that you said it's not just what you think and focus on, but it's what you think about with passion. Because obviously the the most organic response with the most passion is typically a negative one. You know, anger, uh, resentment, bitterness. Those are all, those have pack, a, like you said, a wallop of, of passion in them. So, you know, you're negatively, if you're focusing on your past negatively, you're generating a lot of power of belief into that thing. That's exactly right. And that's a great flag to be looking for is how passionate am I about this thing? And you're right. Negative feelings from your past will generate and create the the most uh, passion. First thing, realize that thoughts are things. There's a substance to the to your thoughts. Memories are imaginations that contain the building blocks that form your life. Meditation on anything, it will produce and it will attract to form. When, when one continually looks back on a bad memory, what you're doing is you're creating a manifestation. Wow, think about that. Think about what you're actually doing. Thought, you, you can't hide in your thoughts and memories. You're producing something. Now, you may tuck yourself away and just to uh, think about those, those past horrible things, but it's going to come knocking at your door tomorrow. Yeah. That's fascinating, isn't it? Yeah. When, when someone keeps looking back, that's what you're doing. Thoughts produce feelings, and feelings are communicated through either regret or sense of gratitude. Negative feelings, like you're saying, it produces negative results. Kinetic believers choose their thoughts. A successful life is always going to be one that is advancing your mind and your body and your soul toward perfected completion. And this requires progress, advancement through the energy of kinetic beliefs. I really like um, what you just said, the, uh, the, re- the concept of regret versus gratitude. And that that's going to be this, the choice that we're faced with when thinking back on our life and when thinking back on the past. Um, so are you telling us that we just should focus in gratitude on the future or should we somehow find a way to flip the script and also find gratitude for the past? Oh, I'm getting there. Oh, okay. You're getting toward the end of this movie. Okay. <laughs> and I don't want to give away the ending. Okay, got it. We're going to work up to that experience and what, how, to, how to handle this. But okay, I will cool. tell you this right now in the middle of this play. A person who, who continually thinks about things from their past, either good or bad. Now, we've just been talking about the bad things. Mm-hmm. Either one of those is going to direct your life into a round-robin existence. Mm. It's going to keep you in, the, in yeah, some sort of cycle. It doesn't have to be just bad. If you, if you are looking ahead into a rearview mirror, you're going to find yourself going backward. A circular pattern for living will never advance your purpose. And again, I just love this concept that, hey, you're either going to be in, in gratitude or in regret. So pick one and decide which one you're, you're acting in. Right. So the past is there for learning. Okay. It's there for disciplining skill sets. 
and not for repeating. Mm. The beautiful thing about the creative creator's natural experience is that all of us have the ability to deliberately choose our thoughts. We can all do this. It's not a, just, you know, just a few people that, that can. There probably are a few that do, but all of us can. Neuroimaging studies is the study of brain waves and energy, and it has observed which brain systems are functioning while people deliberately cast down memories from consciousness. Uh, physiologically speaking, anytime that a person stores and creates a memory, proteins then stimulate the brain cells in order to grow and form these new connections. You and I have talked about this in other scenarios where you're creating myelin. Well, you're creating myelin, which is an insulating sheath around memories. In other words, you're actually insulating your negative feelings and you're hardening yourself to become negative and a bitter person, uh, an antisocial person, someone that is going to be overtly depressed when you are allowing yourself to go back in time and focus in on these memories that were not pleasant. The more you dwell on a past experience, the more you think about those memories, the more frequent you are to rehearse all of those events that were surrounding the memory and your thoughts. As a result, the stronger those neuronal connections will become. So what I'm saying is, ghost your past. <laughs> Al. Sounds easy, doesn't it? But how do you do that? How does one actually do it? You do it by replacing the negative feeling with a positive thought affirmed by saying what you've chosen to believe about advancing your life. And you do this by journaling what you expect, not what you've experienced, people. Don't write down what you're going through. That's called a diary. <laughs> Journal what you expect to see and speak your positive affirmations and do those out loud. Did you ever lose a key to your diary? I did. Did you? <laughs> yes. Is it is it impenetrable once you've lost the key? That's what I um, know. Uh, no, a, a, a hairpin could probably pop it I open. <laughs> you know, it, I pause because I don't think I ever had a diary that needed a key. Yeah, I think I, anytime I had a diary, I would, I would always write like one page and then kind of like, oh, well, I feel better. I'm done. <laughs> I never wrote in it consistently. Now, my sister had one and I think I would have gone to any length to try to find it. And Isn't get that funny? It. Yeah. I mean, why, right? I mean, because <laughs> I want to know what she thought about me. <laughs> what she was telling mom I was doing. I don't know. St like, like, like your sister's diary had anything to do with you, you know? <laughs> we had something called a slam book. Oh, I had those. Was it called a slam book? Yeah. Yep. You had a slam book? Yeah, a slam book. <laughs> yeah. I want yeah. to sign your slam book. Yeah, we did. Um, they took them away at school rather quickly, mm. though. They, they didn't fun, last very you know. long. What do you and, and the slam book would be just you know things like well, what do you think of me? What do you think of Susie? What do you think of so and so? What's your favorite color? Have oh, you ever yeah. kissed a guy? Right. Kissed a girl? And you go through it and you hand it around. Let all your friends. Those were fill fun it out. though. Those were really fun. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> Ghosting your past, right? <laughs> yes. But um, I don't want to run past what you said just a moment ago about myelin and this idea that take some a negative thought form from your past that when you're dwelling on that you are physiologically insulating yourself you're making it so much more difficult to move on from that thing i think that is fascinating because 
it gives weight. You know, it gives the appropriate amount of weight to your thoughts. And there's a reason that it matters if you're dwelling in a negative or in a positive. Because just like the negative you described, the positive, you're you're going to be insulating that positive thought form. So um, I just love that imagery, that imagery of cocooning those thoughts. And the word matter is a great one because it matters. It does matter because it does matter. (laughs) Matter matters. It forms. You're creating. You are attracting substance to form. You're manifesting your future when you do that. So you can change it. You can ghost your past. Look, words are things. You cannot think one thing while you're saying another one. So you can cast down your past. You begin ghosting your past those negative thoughts about the past. Um, and every time a negative feeling begins to surface, the flags we were talking about, it's a call from the wild of your past, beckoning the attention of your imaginations. You start to feel bad and you don't really know why you're feeling bad. Then all of a sudden, I recognize this horrible feeling. And it's it happened originally from when my girlfriend broke up with me. Mm. And so I'm going to go back now because I was beckoned by this negative feeling to start thinking about the memory from my past. Now, here's what past dwellers will do. They look backward with their thoughts to imagine to see what's hurting them right now. Again, past dwellers look backward with their thoughts to imagine to see what it is that's hurting them right now. They locate the memory of this pain that they're feeling right now. And they dwell on it to justify the hurt feeling. And when you do that, you're manifesting your future. You mentioned that the past is for learning and not repeating. So how do you assess your past without dwelling on it? How do you learn from these negative, these negative experiences without crossing that line and dwelling on them and and generating more negativity the past is for fashioning your skill sets you learn from it um and you you learn from it only to to become better at certain things mm. and i'm going to get into a little more of the details of some of those uh i'm getting ahead of you again you're just so excited you know you're, <laughs> i see your feet they're just tapping tapping you just you're bouncing around uh, let's do one it one too many espressos today i yeah, guess well look his, history repeats itself okay mm-hmm. memory remain as long as they're revisited. In psychiatry, it's been thought that the older a memory is, the more fixed it has become. Mm. Well, I want to tell you that's not true at all. By recognizing a negative emotion, the very moment that it begins to resurface, the memory or the root of that negative emotion is malleable and it begins to dissipate every time you purpose to cast it down by replacing the thought with a new good intention. I love this idea of perceiving your past and these negative memories as something that that is manipulatable, that that is malleable, that you can coax one way or the other. Um, that's they're not fixed, which is an Isn't incredible. That good news? Yeah, it's, it's a it's very freeing. it is freeing. It's an incredibly fresh way to mm-hmm. approach this right. because you do feel, um, you know, when you mm-hmm. aren't remembering those things, they sort of come out of nowhere sometimes, and they do feel very fixed. Most yeah. yeah that's People People feel caged by their past. How often do you hear someone say, you know, something like, don't judge me. You don't know what I've been through. (laughs) In other words, you don't know what has formed me and made me to be this way. Well, the good news is you're not controlled by your past. By recognizing negative emotions, the moment they begin to surface, 
You, that's, that is when you begin to cast a doubt. Even the oldest experience mm. in memory, in a life, will dissipate. Um, and it's malleable. It can be changed, like we're saying. The purposeful kinetic believer is unbecoming all of the negative source information and all the, the influence through the process of strengthening by choosing their best intentions for advancing their life through something that's called reconsolidation. Reconsolidation is simply the process of manipulating your thoughts on purpose for positive forward progression. Mm. For example, if something terrified you or frightened you when you were young, remembering that experience, it can actually become strengthened and hardened like we're talking about, and it becomes more frightening every time you remember it. Wow. It becomes bigger and bigger and bigger leading to a phobia that may be out of proportion with the actual event that took place originally. A young girl who fell into a swimming pool, not knowing how to swim, was terrified by the experience. She's frightened. And now the memory of that may become bigger and bigger in her mind over time. And then you fast forward to today. True story. I actually know the family and and her young children are wearing life jackets while sitting on a beach. Oh, my goodness. Not ever allowed to go near the water. Now, that's not good. No, especially for this kid's mom. At all. <laughs> no. That's not, that's not any fun. No. Or you take somebody who, uh, you know, as a little kid, you were scared by a tiny, itsy-bitsy little spider. And you run from it. And you've never dealt with the fear of that. And in time, it gets bigger and bigger and more terrifying and terrifying to where as an adult you have this phobia of spiders. Well, and all these things, I love that you're taking us through all these different facets of our thought processes and of of how we assess the past because it's the awareness of these things that's going to set us free obviously and they all seem like these things where time is your friend i love that about kinetic belief that time is always going to be on your side when you're when you're working through these ideas and this idea that you've just mentioned that nothing stays the same that these negative thought forms from, from your past they're either going to um you know develop and grow and become these huge monsters that they never would have been. So again, just that control, putting yourself in that place of control is, is very powerful. Ghost the past. <laughs> Cast yeah. it down. And isn't that the reason, you know, what you just said uh, that these ideas will either, you know, you're controlling them one way or the other, like yet again, we're not neutral in this thing. And isn't that why it's so dangerous to take something negative that's happened in your past and to make it your label. Um, there are so many different ways to do that in life. Um, we don't need to go through a list, but you know, a lot of people, they're, they're a victim of fill in the blank. And if that becomes your identity, that's going to actually become identity worse than it ever was. Identity is always going to be so vital to understanding how to live a successful life. When, mm. when, oh, when I was 12 years old, I, I had an embarrassing thing happen to me. And I was holding the hand of this young girl after school, walking down the hallway. Ooh. And uh, <laughs> Monica, that's her name, what? 12 years old. And she had two of her little friends with her and the, you know, this, everybody else was gone to school and we were I don't know why I was still there but we were walking down the hall, well, were, long hallway you were there to hold hands with Monica that had to be it right <laughs> obviously <laughs> so finally score yeah. holding hands and we're walking along but at the other end of the hall way off in the distance I could see a little brown paper lunch bag in the middle of the hallway <laughs> now I'm 12 years old first time I've ever held a girl's hand yeah. 
and especially with two of her little friends there too. But I'm, I, I don't even think I could swing my arms right by this time. Of music. <laughs> you probably more, weren't. You're moving them like with your legs, <laughs> you know, like. But I could, foot. I could see the lunch bag, and I'm thinking, I, I got to step over it. Don't step into the lunch bag. Get, make sure you clear the lunch bag when you get to the end of the hallway. And I'm focused on it, walking, walking, walking. You know what happened? <laughs> both, not one, both feet went into the little, the opening of the lunch bag and I slipped. <laughs> and the girls giggled. Oh my I was word. terrified. My life was over. It was ruined. <laughs> I, I, I needed to run away. I, yeah, I didn't ever want to go back to that school again. You needed a diary. No, I needed a diary. <laughs> <laughs> so, Horrible. I slipped, totally embarrassed. But here's the thing, over the years, by being able to cast a humorous light on that embarrassing memory, I was able to turn a social gaffe as a 12-year-old into a joke. Instead of becoming... Horrified, horrified. instead of having a phobia of brown paper bags. Or just enormous social phobias of being laughed at, because that is where they begin. That's where they begin. They begin in childhood. If you don't have a sense of humor and it continues to haunt you. I ghosted the embarrassment. Mm. And then as a revisionist, I've chosen the joy of a humorist for projecting my continuous positive advancement without the negative feeling of embarrassment. Wow, say that last part again if you can. Which part? The the humorous, the what you Oh, I like just well, I just said that I, I what I did with that embarrassment is I ghosted it and then I became a revisionist. I chose the joy of a humorist for projecting my my uh, continuous positive advancement without any kind of a negative feeling of embarrassment. Mm, wow, how powerful is that? To take something that, because if you ask somebody who does have social phobias as an adult, they typically go back in time and they say, well, I was bullied when I was 10 or people, you know, I had to give a speech and 3000 people laughed at me or whatever it is. Um, so that's, that's incredibly important, right? In developing our, that identity that you were just talking about. Right. By unconditionally loving yourself, life is fun if you are. Mm. Stephen Hawking said life would be tragic if it weren't funny. And he, he should I was going to right? say, what a guy to say that, right? Well, bad experiences stand out in the memory far more than good ones do, like you mentioned. Mm. They resurface to intrude on the consciousness, uninvited, and when they're not wanted. Wow. Bad memories are actually far more vivid in detail than the good ones because of the interaction between strong negative emotions and the memories. Wow. Far more vivid. And neuroimaging has shown that retrieving bad memories and going back there, what it does, it involves parts of the brain that process emotions. So the stronger the emotions are with a memory, the more detail that's accompanied with a memory. And the more thought form is to the imagination in quantum physics, in quantum entanglement, the stronger the interaction will be with the substance of thought. In other words, what's what's happening is you will physically in some manner you're going to relive the negative experience by dwelling on those memories. Ghost your past and do it on purpose. You will live long and prosper, mind, body, and soul as a result. I read one time that actually when you do have traumatic events that occur in your life, that you're, because it's a biological response um, with the idea of survival, 
in mind that your mind actually makes a carbon copy of the traumatic that's why when you're in car accidents it, it can feel as though it's in slow motion um, because your brain is going into slow motion because it's making that duplicate copy. So uh, thanks, biology, for that. <laughs> the myelin is being wrapped Jeez. in the terror of that experience as you revisit it and yeah. you go back to that memory. You are incubating it into an, your existence. It's, it's becoming very real, and it's toxic mm-hmm. to your future because you're going to manifest that in, in other ways. You're going to spiral out of control yeah. um, until you've positively dealt with it. Which is incredibly important to it, not only acknowledge but to remember and to know and to tell yourself that because in order to have victory in the in the arena of your mind you have to know what you're dealing with you have to have a very strong grasp of you know how powerful these traumatic thoughts can be and what it really is going to take to to rearrange them to what did you say that it's called re reconsolidation yeah reconsolidation which is a very cool word for for changing changing the past in your mind. Kinetic belief works with the law of attraction to attract your best life. It does not work when you dwell on the past. And hey, you know what? It doesn't work when you're thinking and focusing on and dwelling on the future. Contrary to what a lot of people believe, there are many that when they get started with the law of attraction, they are thinking about what they want to become, and that's not how it works. You have to think in the now. Mm. This is how I am now. I am wealthy now. I am healthy now. I have great relationships now. Not because you see it now, but because you imagine to believe it now. Um, Kane Tanaka, the oldest person alive. She's 117, I think 117 years old. She lives in Japan. She wakes up every morning at 6 a.m. And she said she likes doing math in order to keep her mind sharp. She plays board games. She loves coffee, as I do. She likes candy like I do. (laughs) I'm going to live to be 117 like she has. She was born in 1903. Isn't that amazing? Yes. Well, she was asked recently, uh, out of those 117 years, what is your happiest moment from your long life? And you know what she said? Now. Whoa, what now, a thing to say. No, not not later, not in the past. She has ghosted her past. Now, right. she said. Wow. Ghost your past by celebrating now. Every time a negative feeling begins to emerge, stop what you're doing to think on purpose by imagining to see what you've been journaling to be and see it now. Wow, that's something I I feel like I have to be reminded of all the time, which is to not project yourself into the future, but to project your imaginations and your thought, these highest thought forms into the present. Um, And you're right. I mean, well, all we have is now. And so there's so much power in in placing those thought forms into this current existence. I have to be reminded of that (laughs) so often. Well, it's just natural, right? Like we're always looking ahead. That's the natural state. So you have to you know, always kind of force yourself to to put that into the present. Well, reconsolidation, it's like we were saying, it's just the process of manipulating your thoughts and you do it on purpose and you do it for the purpose of positively forward progression, moving yourself into the future, seeing yourself going forward, advancing your mind, body and soul toward perfected completion. If anything at all has ever come against you in your past, and it probably has, even, you know, most things are illusions. And the illusion of a fearful thing is just as real as something that could physically harm you. Your thoughts that it was a a real thing are real to you because you believe it to be so. 
So regardless of what it is, if it was if it terrified you and frightened you when you were young, then again, just remembering those experiences, um, it just hardens and becomes more frightening as time goes along if you are not practicing casting down those memories, ghosting your past. Wow. Isn't that powerful? Just this concept of reconfiguring how you see something that happened to you and flipping the script on it so that because really what you're doing is you're denying it power. You're denying it power over you and over who you're going to be. Yeah. And you know, that's why the forward progression of life is so vitally important also to your enjoyment. Happiness is a, is a, is another way of understanding what optimism is or optimism leads to happiness Somebody that really doesn't have anything that they're looking forward to in their future will typically, to find happiness, become a shopaholic. They're rifling through the the hangers in the store. They are they they're online and they're they, they're having to buy things. You know, as soon as they start to to uh, feel a little less um, joyous, I need to purchase something else. Wow! I need another outfit. And that's circumstantial happiness, which is a result of, you know what, you're reflecting yourself into your past. You, you're, really don't, you're not optimistic about your future. And the, the evidence of that is in your need to find something. It may be another pill. It could be another drink. It could be a new outfit for happiness. Happiness is sustainable when you're optimistic about your future. And you're optimistic about your future when you are purposing to advance your mind, body, and soul by meditating on, focusing on, and creating those highest viewpoints, those thought forms for advancing the genius that you came into the land of the living with. Knowing who you are and your original purpose is the only way to obtain that. That's the only way to be. You've got to be honest enough with yourself to say, this is who I am. And this is the reason that I'm here. This is my purpose for living. And then you start moving toward that by journaling, keeping the journal of who you see yourself to be and refusing to allow yourself to turn around and look backward or to the side because someone has suggested an alternative to you. No, you hold fast to your purpose for being here and advance your life toward optimistic happiness. I really love this theme today of, of incubating, insulating the good thoughts so that they're, you're, continua, you're continuously wrapping them up in this, in this repetitive myelin because that also means that it's going to become so strong and... It, at first it might not it's just like learning a new skill right like like let's say you're terrible at throwing a football but the more you throw it and the more you throw it and you do it accurately um actually ooh, i have a better analogy so i would always be fascinated when i would go to uh camp violin orchestra camp in the summer because I wouldn't really learn a lot of new things at the camp, but it was just the fact that we were playing eight hours a day. I would come out of the camp so much better. And it's just because of that repetitious playing that would make you really increase in your ability. And I just love comparing that with what you were just talking about with the optimism, because that means it's going to get easier. You're going to get better at it. You're going to become an optimistic virtuoso, um, which is really exciting because it's not going to be difficult and hard forever. That's just the beginning. The optimism that we're talking about, and like you're saying, it's absolutely true. You know you're going to get better. You know all these things are coming to pass. 
As a kinetic believer who has chosen to manifest, to attract their best life, you're practicing seeing yourself as an accomplished violinist, if that's your chosen genius, seeing yourself as a the, the best golfer in the world that you can possibly be. You see that as already having come to pass while you're still learning the dexterity of your instrument or the swing of your, your stroke or whatever it is that you're imagining to see. But you're seeing yourself already doing that. You are the best salesman in your company that you can possibly be. You are competing with yourself and the genius within and looking for inspiration to come from within and fashioning yourself according to the belief you've chosen to see. And you're living that out as though it already has come to pass. Now, by doing so and journaling and revisiting the things and thought forms that you're journaling, that's how you remain optimistically happy. You're happy because every single day you have received the thing you've ordered online. (laughs) I'm just, you know, speaking uh, proverbially, and it has shown up again because you've imagined to already have it. And you're grateful for it because you already have it. You see that you already have it. You're imagining to already have it. You're creating your reality as you do that. The substance to the thoughts that you're holding into form has to come uh, and, and has to show up in your life. It is not a respecter of persons. The law of attraction works to guide the substance of your beliefs into reality for you. It works for everyone. And it always works. No one can opt out of this. You can't believe that this doesn't work and it not work. Whatever life you're living right now is based upon the things that you've been thinking about, the things that you dwell upon, the things you talk about. Every every person is experiencing the life that they've been talking about. Words are things. Words on the quantum level have the substance of the Uh, 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 the thought forms that you're using to create the words. And so whatever you're meditating on, whatever you are realizing in your life right now, I just want you to understand this. You can change it the moment that you change your thoughts and ideas about yourself. If you are around someone who's creating uh, thought forms and ideas by suggesting, suggesting negativity into your life, you're going to have to cut them off or change Uh, change your own destination. If you want to change anybody around you, you've got to change yourself. Don't think that listening to a podcast like this or reading one of my books is going to change the people around you. It always begins and ends with you. You came into this world with authority and dominion. You came into this world with the ability to, to live the life that you were purposed and meant to live. You came into this world with a genius that's different than anybody else. You are unique and beautiful, and there's nothing wrong at all with you. You just need to unbecome all the negative source information that you've been exposed to in your life. Going back to the beginning to embrace who you are and to fall unconditionally in love with yourself so that you can begin unconditionally loving all others. See yourself as having been made perfectly and then advance your life, perfecting your health and your mind and your body and your soul attracting all the wealth you'll ever need to be able to travel and to do the things that you would like to do. Dream the dreams as big as you can possibly imagine to see and then hold that highest viewpoint, creating the thought forms, journaling those, and let those become your guideposts for living out your best life. You are unique and you deserve this. How do I know? Because you're here. 
You're not an accident. There are no spiritual accidents. You're here with a purpose. You deserve it, and society deserves it as well. And they'll not see it if you're not willing to embrace it and ghost your past. Ghost those negative memories and embrace all that you were ever meant to be and start living right now your best life. One of the best things you can possibly do, and part of this for the successful kinetic believer, is to on purpose begin vocalizing and saying out loud what your highest viewpoints for living are and do it every single day. And just right now, say this after me. Say, I am a unique I am a unique and beautifully different person and beautifully different person. I decide who I am. I decide who I am. And I have no negative memories. And I have no negative memories. Those negative feelings. And those negative feelings are lies. Are lies. Nothing can change who I was. Nothing can change who I was before I arrived on earth. Before I arrived on earth. Because that's who I am. That's who I am. And who I will be. And who I will be. After I leave. After I leave. I may be one in seven billion. I may be one in seven billion. But I am also my one in seven billion. But I'm my one in seven billion. I trust my inner light. I trust my inner light. My inner wisdom. My inner wisdom. And my inner intuition. And my inner intuition. Wonderful. Wonderful. Magnificent things. Magnificent things. Are manifesting. Are manifesting. According to my best intentions right now. According to my best intentions right now. I feel the love of those who are not physically around me. I feel the love of those who are not physically around me. I take pleasure in my own solitude. I take pleasure in my own solitude. Because I'm in unconditional love with me. Because I'm in unconditional love with me. I am too big a gift to this world to feel self-pity. I'm too big of a gift to this world to ever feel self-pity. I make the right choices I every make, time. I make the right choices every time. Because they're right for me. Because they're right for me. And you know what? And you know what? I draw from my inner strength and light. I draw from my inner strength and light. I am love. I am love. I am happiness. I am happiness. I am joy. I am joy. I am health. I am health. I am wealth. I am wealth. Wow. What a what a cool take on ghosting, Steve. Ghost your past. <laughs> I love it. I love I've, I've always wanted to ghost somebody. Now I can, now I can ghost my past. Yeah, it. <laughs> it's always tempting. Uh, well, I just love that. And I did have a quick um, additional question for today's topic. Um, can you utilize the guided journal in a way to reestablish those old thoughts and those past thought forms that are, you know, maybe even incredibly traumatic. Is that something that you can use it for? Well, you are casting down all of the negative past experiences by journaling your present circumstance in the present tense as you see it now. Honestly, you just don't focus on the past. Not as a successful kinetic believer, you are moving forward. The past is the past. Leave it there. Mm-hmm. And and just, I don't even allow myself to go back and revisit uh, even the pleasant things, the bad things. Not that we shouldn't, not that they're not there for as a gift and that we, we learn from it, but not to dwell on it. Because if you dwell on those things, for example... Let's say that I enjoyed, uh, I don't know, going camping as a Boy Scout when I was 14 years old with a bunch of the guys. 14 years old, had a great camping trip, great experience, good memory, should I want to go back there? But if I dwell on that experience and that weekend, 
and keep thinking about it. What am I doing? I'm replaying that and I'm setting myself up to somehow experience that again. And you know something, if we continue to relive even the good experiences, they become boring and less exciting. Mm -hmm. Let it be the trophy that it is. And don't go out and continue to try to win that same trophy over and over and over. Even steak becomes uh, 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 not pleasant after you, if that's all you got to eat. <laughs> good things are good because there's a, there's something better. So I want to build on that past experience, not by reliving it, but let it just be part of the essence of who I am. And now focus on building myself up to become something greater than that camping experience, greater than anything I've ever experienced in my past. And I do that by journaling what I expect to become right now. And I stay in the present like the our little friend from Japan. I'm thinking about now, now being successful, now being wealthy and healthy, now having great friendships. Now having the best marriage on the planet. Now being the healthiest and strongest that I've ever been in my life. And then I'll live to be 117 years old and beyond. My best life. <laughs> I love that. Let the past be the trophy that it is. And leave it there. That's wonderful, isn't it? Putting all that energy into our future. And if you so want to know, powerful. If you, want to, if you really want to work on this, you can go to kineticbelief.com. And at the website, you can pick up one of the uh, 100-day guided journals, and it, uh, we take you by the hand and lead you along your way to manifesting your best life by journaling. And by doing so, you will be ghosting your past. And we recently added Germany and South Africa as shipping locations. So, um, and if you if you go on the website and we're not currently shipping to your country, shoot us an email and we will hook you up and and add your country to the website kineticbelief.com. And there's also the Purpose Workbook that's downloadable, reusable. Uh, you can even use it on your iPad, which is really fun, really cool. Um, this has been a great episode. Thanks really so has. much, Steve. Do you see what so I, cool? Do you see what I'm seeing? The fog is lifted. I know. And I just saw dolphins swimming by. No, you didn't. I did. You want to go for a run, a walk, or, or ride the bike? or uh, Let's go for do? a walk. Just a go nice for a walk on the beach. beach walk, yeah. All right. Okay. Well, all right. see you next time. Thanks, okay. as usual, for sure. all the wisdom. Bye.